If you're looking for a podcast about all things hunting, especially in the South, you've come to the right place. My name is Weber Herbison, and hunting is the ultimate addiction. Welcome back to the Ultimate Addiction Podcast. Uh, we're continuing the tactic series this week, and this week's tactic is going to be, should you worry about the moon phase? Should you hunt the moon? I know it's a big topic in the whitetail world. Uh, you got the moon guide. Uh, you know, if you're a deer hunter, you've... Yeah, you've, you've heard the topic. Yeah, you've heard the, the sayings about the moon, you know. Uh, don't want to hunt on a full moon or hunt midday on a full moon you know you want the you want the red moon everybody nowadays with the moon guy they talk about the red moon so we're going to get into that we're going to get into our opinions on it uh kind of some things we've seen over the years uh talk about maybe when we like to hunt the moon or or if we like to hunt the moon talk about when we want to be in and out of the woods or when we want to hunt certain things so we're going to get into that and uh hopefully this will spark something in your brain or at least maybe learn you something that you hadn't been told before so with that patrick tell us about the uh red moon all right so the red moon um that does not mean it is a red moon. I was looking this up <laughs> earlier just to make sure I had all my facts right. And the first thing that pops up is an eclipse, a lunar eclipse, which makes the moon red. But that is not what the red moon is. Red moon is when you're overhead and overfoot, which is when the moon is going around the earth, it is over your head and under your foot. If you could draw a line between them, that's what that means. And so the red moon is when those times line up with your high movement times which is an hour before dark and an hour after daylight that's when the deer going to move just in general that's going to be the best time for deer movement and so overhead and over foot that's supposed to line up whoever asked me earlier like how has that been proven i'm not sure about that but when you read about it the overhead and over foot line up with your major feed times so deer are going to feed in those times so you've got that major feed time, the last hour of daylight, the first hour of daylight. Deer are going to be moving anyway, and it might just be a little something extra that kicks them in the butt is having these times. Yeah, I have I know I saw a video, and the guy was like, it's the, the gravitational pull of the moon being above or below and all this stuff, and I don't know if... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. We were talking about this earlier. Um... You know, I believe that it has something to do with deer movement, but I really cannot recall a time except one time when I was younger. We hunted a full moon, hunted in the middle of the day. We did kill something. It was hot. So that kind of, you know, deer don't like to move when it's hot, but it was hot and the deer are moving. But other than that, it's really something I don't pay a whole lot of attention to. But no, I don't either. Anyway, anyway the major feed times are the overhead air foot, and then there's minor feed times, which 
it's going to be a shorter time period. It's like an hour versus a couple hours, major free time versus minor. And the minor free time is when the moon is on the horizon. So when it's coming up, when it's rising, and when it's setting. And, you know, people talk about it like everybody knows what that means, but I don't think anybody really explains it super well. So I thought that me explaining it will help you understand what, what people are talking about when we say overhead and overfoot and red moon. Um, you got a new moon and full moon. New moon is when the moon's basically resetting, and then you got your waxing and waning times. Um, people believe in waning or waxing times is a good time, so that's when the moon's going from the new moon, so the moon's black in the sky, and going up to a full moon versus going from a full moon to a black moon. Yeah, there there's so many different you know myths about the moon. And, you know, what you just explained is a lot of words. It's a lot of science. I don't want to call it science, but I guess it kind of is. Astrology. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So it can get complicated. And me personally, I do not worry about the moon at all. If if you're going to, I think the only time you... Mike could worry about the moon is if you are just hunting randomly. It, does that make sense? Like you're not hunting a specific deer. You're hunting like I'm going to yeah, sit on the food plot and I'm going to hunt this moon because I, you know, scientifically I might have a better chance of seeing more deer. I, I personally do not agree with it. I don't, I will not base any of my hunting days off of the moon at all. I will hunt, if it's a full moon, I will hunt. If it's a new moon, it's... The way I like to hunt, I want to be where a deer is, where he's staying. I want to be close. I want to be so close that when I'm walking in, in my mind, he's bedded 100 yards from me type thing. And as a bow hunter... I I feel like that's how you have to be. And so I want to be so close that even if the moon phase makes a difference, he's going to have to move within that 100 yards or 200 yards anyway. And so I, I have tried the moon phase thing. I've, I've downloaded the moon guide I've tested it with trail cameras. I've tested it with hunting and trail cameras, and I have found zero correlation. I know that wildlife biologists, with their tracking collars, they cannot find any correlation in movement in the moon phase. Now, I want to stop you right there. So, maybe we were arguing earlier, what does movement mean on a tracking collar? So, I'm under the impression that it only... People talk about it a little bit, like we can track minute-to-minute movement. But I've also heard it only pings every so often. Yeah. So if a deer moves 20 yards or 50 yards and then moves back to where he was, would that ping show up as movement? Yeah, I guess I guess it depends on the time frame that he did it. Yeah. Or, you know, what Which what that could be for bow hunting, the difference in a shot. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I... What I think 
you would have to, you know, I don't want to call it ignorance, but to say that the moon has zero effect on deer is kind of out there. You know, if anything, yes, if it, nothing else, it helps with visualization, like at night, like the the brightness of the moon, what they can see. Yep. I'll say you you say you hunt on full, full moon. I really don't pay attention to the moon. It might be something I go in like, oh, it's we're going to have a red moon. Like it makes me a little excited. But if I don't see a red moon, I'm not going to prevent myself from go hunting. But the only thing I've seen is probably full moon. They do move. I think they move a little less. But you're about to get into the reason why we think that. So <clears throat> the movement aspect of this. Like, with the full moon, okay, it's just, you know, like I said, if nothing else, they can see a little better. And deer in general, throughout the season, like, they don't ever stop moving, you know what I mean? You might not see them moving, but they're moving somewhere. And so... Throughout the season, as their movement changes, whether it's they're changing areas or whether they're changing times, if you're if you've ever patterned a deer and they're coming to a food source or they're walking a trail, you know, coming from bedding, going wherever they might go, or either you're just in their bedding area and they're moving around that bedding area, if you've ever patterned one with a trail camera you know that after a certain number of days or throughout this certain number of days, depending on how well you have him patterned, he will change, the movement changes a little bit every day. And a lot of it depends on the photo period in the day is what I believe. Like, what does that mean? Like, how long the day, how much daylight is during the day? Like, how, how long is the day compared to the night type thing? And that's actually what predicts when a doe will come in heat. They, they base it off the photo period. Turkeys do the same thing. Uh, I'm not a biologist or a scientist, so I can't tell you. I'm going to have to do some research before we actually talk on this a little more. But back to the moon... Deer, they change ever so slightly every day. And even, even the slightest anything can change their pattern. Like a rain, for instance. A rain will, if you've ever patterned a deer and a big heavy rain comes through, you better change it. You better get ready to change that pattern because he's about to change his pattern. And so my thing is with the moon comes you know differences in movement so like I don't worry about the moon necessarily because how do you you know even if even if it's true let's say everything about the red moon is true and he's going to move more at this certain time how do you know where he's going to move you know what I mean? It's like I I never put my money on the moon because it 
they're so you, you've got to be where the deer is. Yeah, they're, Just, it, this every, is every deer is so different. They all are unique and have personalities and just because one deer might move a little more on this certain moon does not mean that this other one is. Yeah, I don't think anything in deer hunting or all the tactics, tips, whatever, everybody's got their little niche and how they kill deer, but you've got to be where the deer are. Yeah, to, to kill them. To kill them. And, and you've got to be there when they're there. Yep. Like, this is definitely not something... Um, let's talk out the other day. He was talking about the weather. He said, that's the only thing that I found to be consistent on deer movement. But even with that, if you're not where the deer are, you're not going to see the deer. Yep. So like, just cause it's got a red moon at a good time when deer are moving, doesn't mean you can go just jump in the woods and see every deer in the woods. Yep. And I don't know. My thing is I want, I want to pattern the deer and 90% of the time, I'll give you an example from this year. We had two bucks. We had actually been looking for both of them for several years and had two bucks consistently coming to this certain trail camera. And they were they were cons- really consistent for about a week. And a lot 90% of the time when you're hunting a deer, that's about all you can get very 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 rarely are you going to pattern a deer consistently for over a week and so that's why i rely heavily on trail cameras because it's like as soon as you get a picture of him you need to be hunting him type thing in the daylight so we got a lot of pictures of these deer this year but there was one week in particular that we had both of them coming consistently to one spot in the daylight and I don't know what the moon was, but one of them would come early morning, and then the other one would come at lunch, and then the next one would come back early evening, and the next one would come back at dark, and then they'd swap. And so, I like I said, I don't know what the moon was, but obviously it didn't have anything to do with their movement. You know, they were just where they were, and they were coming there because of whatever reason. It's kind of like it doesn't matter why they're doing what they're doing as long as you can figure out what it is. That they're doing it. That they're doing it, yeah. And so, it like, my favorite saying is, uh, the best time to kill a big deer is when he's there or when he walks by. Yeah. So that's why I personally don't put too much emphasis on the moon. Uh, I just, I think you need to pattern the deer or just hunt the deer and don't hunt the the weather or the, you know, the the moon, the what, the, the anything, the circumstance. Yeah, just be there. Yeah. And if, if you're close to a deer talking about the movement thing, and you know there's research i think even research says the only thing that makes a deer move is cold front yeah and so even like the movement they say deer move all day and you've you've got to be where the deer is though to see them yep i don't think i can emphasize that enough um i guess hunting bedding areas has gotten brought up to my attention recently and people that hunt those areas 
you know, they talk about, you know, you're just on them. Yeah. You're on the deer. you got to be there. Basically, if you walk into a bed and area, you better be hunting it. Yep. And um, a guy named Dan M. Fault, he's listening to him today. He was saying the best hunts he has is when the first time he hunts it. He's killed his biggest deer the yep. first time he hunts the bed. And so that comes back to, you know, the moon. It doesn't matter what what's going on. He's just there where they are. Yep. And he's killing these deer. Um, you got to do your scouting. That's my, you know, that's my opinion on it. You know, just, just hunt the deer. Yep. And going back to deer being so, like, they have unique personalities. Each buck is different. You can have one buck who might travel 500 yards in in the late season or whatever to a food source and you might have another buck that only wants to travel 50 yards and so he'll bed down on the edge of this food plot or something you know and just wait and come out at dark or something whereas you have this other one who for 30 minutes he's walking to try to get there yeah and so it's just it's just something that I don't pay attention to just for that specific reason. Could it have an effect? Maybe. But it it obviously means something to people. Yeah. Because there's a there's a market for it. There is the moon guide. Yeah. You pay for the moon guide. Um there's a couple people that have made it. I think Adam Hayes is the guy's yeah. name that's got one and there's another guy who invented it. And Adam Hayes just kind of marketed it, I think. I'm really not sure about that. Um, but, I mean, down here, just being the stand. So, another thing about the moon guide, I know Lee Lukoski, he, he talks about it a lot. And, in my opinion, you see, you see a lot of people from the Midwest who, who talk about the moon and the importance of the moon. And how it pertains to these feeding times. Well, in the Midwest, uh, in my opinion, a lot of these people are hunting. They're hunting ag fields, and, and they're some, hunting privately. Yeah. So there's not there's not a lot of woods. You know, we talked about how they they have distinct bedding areas and they have distinct travel routes and distinct food sources. Whereas in the South, you're looking at one huge block of trees and you might have a food plot or whatever you know as a whole on a map it all looks about the same and so even if the moon has an effect on the feeding times deer in the south especially where i hunt they can feed on anything like they probably feed in their bed yeah, like in a cutover. They can feed on briars. They can feed on just browse anywhere. They don't have to go to a, a food plot or a food tree every day to get fed. And that's how a lot, I mean, you know, they say, well, them big bucks are in the thicket. Well, they're in the thicket because they got they cover. Get, they, they got, got everything food. they need. Yep. And so that's my, that's another reason why I don't like the, to bank base anything on the moon because deer don't have to they don't have to go to a certain food source by any means and now if i was hunting somewhere and i knew that this was the only food source for the deer i might put a little more emphasis on it but just being 
just from what I found in the South, there's really no point in focusing on it. And that's kind of back to what I said. And I think our very first podcast, we were talking about what we were going to bring to the table. And a lot of this information comes from the Midwest. There's not a lot of people hunting the South or I take that back. There is a whole lot of people hunting the South, but there's not a lot of people that are writing articles or have big podcasts or anything like that. So a lot of the information is just people like, Oh, well I found a rub line. That's where the deer's going to be. Well, the deer in the south they can walk anywhere they can make a rub line but that doesn't mean that deer's gonna be there yeah they'll make a rub line and then never go back there and go make another one a mile away so that just a lot of this stuff everybody's got their niche we i agree with weber i don't think it really means much i might pay attention to it it might make my heart a little happy to see that we've got a red moon going or i just know if it's a full moon, might not see as many deer. Yeah. But if you're seeing the deer you want to shoot, really doesn't matter how many deer you're seeing. Yeah, that's how I am. I, you know, I'm the type of guy. I'll if I see one deer, I I don't care as long as it's the one I want to see. Yep. And um, I think people need to look into it themselves. You know, I, I haven't done a lot of research on it. Weber's looked at cameras and tried to correlate it, and he couldn't find much on it. Um, the Mississippi Wildlife and Parks on their website they have the major feed times and the minor feed times so if those major feed times and minor feed times uh line up with some time you're hunting or sometime you want to hunt it just might be something you want to pay attention to say like well i only got a couple days to hunt this might be the days you need to go hunt just to see you know any time in the woods is better than no time in the woods um scout hard yeah like you know, my thing personally is I, I hunt specific deer. And a lot of people, mo- most people, I would say, don't, they don't hunt that way. They hunt, you know, they don't, they don't have the luxury to, to hunt a whole lot. You know, they either have to take off work or, you know, hunt the weekends or whatever. So, you know, they're just hunting to hunt. You know, they have to choose those days or you know whatever and so if yeah, I'd I, say don't be discouraged just because it's not a certain mood no definitely hunt as often and as much as you can and the more the more you hunt the more successful you'll be is you know what it boils down to uh, time in the stand is what kills more deer than anything people who kill a bunch of deer are in the woods a whole lot Yep. And they might just be walking around in the woods, but they are in the woods. And so I know there's a myth or a, I don't, I don't even know if you would call it a myth. It's that full moon, you need to hunt, you know, 10 to 2, middle of the day. And I personally, I hunt a long time anyway. I'll sit all day a lot. And I, I sit till lunch a lot. And so just something that I've found or something that maybe I may correlate to that myth is just like as the season goes on, as the, you know, bow season comes to an end and the rifle season picks up and 
once you you know once some rifles have been going off for a little while now deers they're gonna change their patterns you know like they're gonna do it anyway like i said earlier but all these people you know you drive in before, right before daylight you get down at nine you drive out deer will pattern that and so my opinion on that is just like probably why you're seeing deer when you're driving out or whatever you know i know a bunch of people like this who are like man i'm seeing all these deer on the way back to camp need to be hunting 10 to 2 you know moon's full or something really what it probably is is the deer have just kind of patterned you you know they've patterned the the truck driving in and driving out and so they're, or, you know, smelling you in this stand at these certain times, whatever it may be. And so that's why they're starting to move more in the middle of the day. Now, deer move all day anyway. Don't, don't think that deer only move in the morning or only move in the evening. Deer move a lot in the middle of the day, especially if you've ever hunted close to a bedding area now we've said it before and i will stick with this deer in the south their bedding areas shift like that's why they're patterned they can bed anywhere yeah they can bed anywhere so that shifts and you gotta you have to be able to adapt with them and a lot of times what happens is as the season goes on people are still hunting the same spots and so you're starting to see less because the deer they just move they go to they do different things all throughout the year I, I kind of stick to like a four-day window type thing, you know, like you can probably pattern one in the mid middle of the season for about four days, and then you better be looking to where he's going because that's about the pattern they stay on. And so, you know, if you've been hunting this stand like every day from daylight till nine, and then all of a sudden you start seeing more deer around that nine o'clock window it's probably because they've patterned you a little bit i agree with that deer deer aren't dumb they know how to survive especially old mature deer they're not they're not big because they're dumb yeah and so i think a lot of that you know full moon hunt the middle of the day myth comes from or can come from that yeah, I agree. Um, I guess if you break it down the right way, there's really not much to the moon. No. You know, but it is something you can think about. It's another tool in your tool bucket or tool bag. Um, just something to pay attention to. We're going to talk about some of the things probably on the next podcast. This one's a little shorter than we've been doing. But like I said, it's just really not much to it. We'll probably talk about the weather. And I I really think that is the most important thing to pay attention to. And I really think in the South, it is not the same as the Midwest. No. There's different things you got to pay attention to down here. And the deer are not your stereotypical deer in the South when it comes to weather. Not, especially not out of the things you read in the magazines or you see on these you know videos and stuff it it's it's the hunting is completely different yeah and it's it's gotten cold here which 
Generally, that's what's supposed to make deer move, go to feed sources. But according to my cameras, the deer are not moving when it's if cold. You, if you've ever, if you've hunted in the south long enough, you know a hard freeze or a really hard cold front will shut the deer down. Yeah. Which is completely opposite of anything you hear in the Midwest. You know, it's always hunt them cold fronts, hunt the cold fronts, you know. Yeah. And, and then we'll get more into that on the next podcast. Um, and do you have much more to say, Weber, about the moon? Uh something that just came in my head that i've been wanting to say and i don't i might i might should save this for the weather if we talk about the weather but uh just something to go with the moon phase and patterning deer and even if you want to bring the weather into this a lot of people have spots they hunt these spots and they know well this spot is good this time of year and it can be said that for properties, like I know a lot of people in the South, they hunt smaller properties. You know, you're talking a couple hundred acres. You know, just like this moon phase, you know, I talked about paying attention to the moon phase with my trail cameras and trying to pattern deer and things like that. If you are hunting a smaller property, pay attention to when you're seeing the you know the most deer or the bigger deer and maybe don't correlate it to the moon or you know look into the moon but maybe just look into the time of year you know maybe what's going on what feed trees are falling all that stuff yes you know the way the deer pattern and they you know they're creatures of habit and so maybe the way the deer are moving this certain time of year just happens to correlate with something your property has to offer. And I know that kind of gets off the moon phase topic, but, you know, you might be thinking, oh, well, I'm seeing all these deer because I got a red moon right now, when really it could just be something on your property that the deer like at that certain week. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, definitely keep an open mind when hunting deer and like Weber said a lot and he likes to hunt specific deer deer are they're their own deer you know you got your own people people like certain things people don't like certain things deer the same way yep and so just be open-minded going to the woods and like we both kind of said we really don't pay attention to the moon a whole lot but it is another thing to look at it's something that might bump that deer just enough to get a shot at him yep i mean you know we've we've said it before and we'll say it again hunt how you want kill the deer you want but you gotta hunt yep you gotta you gotta be there to kill them so that that's our motto you know just be in the woods and we've said it probably every podcast now yep so i guess we'll wrap it up with that um weber you want to say what i always say yeah i'll say it this time so uh, leave a five-star review if you don't leave five stars or you don't think it's worthy of five stars. Just don't leave a review. Uh, if you feel like writing out a review, that would be much appreciated if it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> yep. If you don't have anything good to say, don't write it. Yep. Uh, so with that, thanks for listening, and we'll sign it off. Yep. See you next time.